0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Getting you locked and loaded for Saturday, and I'm sure we will... haven't actually got my rundown yet from my producer. Not sure what that's about, but um, I'm sure we'll be previewing Sunday as well. So uh, you can watch ESPN Bet tomorrow, again, ESPN 2. Um, and then I'm on tomorrow, late afternoon, early evening, which... Um, kind of stinks because I'm gonna be on during the Cleveland Brown Texans game. So that's gonna be fun. Um, I'm gonna try to multitask because I'll be watching the game while I'm hosting the show. Should be interesting. Um, and then so I'm on from four to seven thirty tomorrow. And then Sunday back to our normal from seven to eight o'clock. Uh, fantasy, getting you ready for DFS lineups heading into Sunday. Um, and then Mike Tannenbaum and Amani Toomer will join me at 8 o'clock. We kick off New York Game Day, getting you ready. We'll pre excuse me, we'll recap Saturday's games. We'll preview Sunday's games. Uh, Jordan Renan and Rich Semini will join us to find out the latest uh, in regard to. All that's going on with the Giants and the Jets. No Wink Martindale, obviously, any longer for the Giants. What are they going to do as a defensive coordinator? As for the Jets, some talk and speculation that Robert Sala is gone. Um, everybody's coming down on um, on Aaron Rodgers because of a number of reasons. So that's a poop show. Um, so anyway, we'll have Rich Samini and Jordan Renan on, okay? Um, getting you ready for Sunday's wild card action. So that's the weekend. All right. So let's break it down. How am I playing the Browns and the Texans? Uh, I'm going to lay the points with the Browns. Third best uh, cover team in the NFL, by the way. Uh, they're 11-6 and six against the spread. Number one defense in the NFL. They're only allowing 270 yards per game. And um, they beat Houston already in week 16. Granted, yes, they did not have C.J. Stroud uh but uh also uh, wacko for Flacco that's right uh he's just been a complete beast and also as history um statistically uh represents that believe it or not Flacco is one of the best road playoff quarterbacks in the history of the NFL with his time with the Baltimore Ravens. So been there, done that, got the free t-shirt, won a Super Bowl. Meanwhile, uh, the Texans, rookie quarterback and rookie head coach. So um, I, I really do like the Browns. I'll lay the two. Oh, here's another one for you. I told you. Um, so this is interesting. In 2012, the Colts, Andrew Locke and Chuck Pagano, rookie quarterback, rookie coach, lost. 2009 with the Jets, Sanchez and Rex Ryan, Lost. Um, the Falcons with Matt Ryan and Mike and Mike Smith back in 2008 lost the Ravens with Joe Flacco and John Harbaugh back in 2008 as well lost. Okay. So, uh, it very, very, since 1990, uh, rookie quarterbacks are 11 and 18 straight ups and straight up in the playoffs. I just think this is going to be tough. Uh, in regard to prop bets, what do I like Joe Flacco over 268 and a half passing yards. Um, he's just, he's a grip it and rip it kind of guy in this Browns offense. And they love to take shots downfield. The Texans are 27th in yards per pass allowed. And they allow the second most passing yards against play action. And Flacco is ridiculous with play action. The dude should win an Oscar. Okay. Uh, Nujoku, his tight end over 53 and a half receiving yards. Dude's a beast. He's averaging 75 yards per game. Why this is at 53 and a half, I have no idea. And Singletary, Devin Singletary, over 63 and a half rushing yards. um, I think, you know, Cleveland can really get after the quarterback. How do you counter that? You run the football. So I think Singletary um, is going to get a lot of work and a lot of action. And he's also averaging over five yards per carry. So those are my three prop bets that I'm playing in that bad boy. Um, As for the Miami Dolphin-Kansas City game, um, I can't stand a a five-and-a-half or or four-and-a-half line. I can't. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play Kansas City on the money line along with the Browns on the money line. And so what does that do? Um, If the Browns and Kansas City win... I get this at plus plus 151, which means for every $100 that I put down, I'm getting $151 back. So that's how I'm going to play this. Kansas City and the Browns on the money line. So it's a money line parlay. Okay. Um, Kansas City's won three out of their last four. They're well-rested. They used last week as a bye week. These freezing conditions are not going to bode well for Miami. Um, They've got a lot of injuries, especially if they're linebacking court. That's why I think Travis Kelsey is going to have a big game here, even though weather conditions are going to be brutal. And we just heard from Fat Jack. He's like, how are they going to score? I don't know. Um, last week, uh, the Dolphins were on the field for 77 plays. Uh, their defense, that is. And uh, they'll be playing on a short work week. Tua. No bueno. 0 oh, and 4 is a starting quarterback in temperatures that are below 45 degrees. <laughs> Good luck with that. This isn't even. This is even like plus temperatures. This is gonna be like negative six, negative ten. Dude's done. Um, also, I'm gonna play second half under at 21 and a half. Kansas City combined score of 14.9 uh, in the second half. That's what they average. So Kansas City just like they I don't know. I don't they just they get like disinterested in the second half. I don't know what happens. Um also they're strong defensively. They're only allowing a league best 7.4 second half points per game. And only and that dips to 6.9 at home. This might be my favorite bet is taking the second half under. At 21 and a half. 21 and a half. Some prop bets that I like in this bad boy. Um, Tua under 230 and a half passing yards. I, I, don't, like, I don't know how he survives this. Also, I've got Tua anytime interception. Um, the Dolphins are the most banged up team coming into the postseason. And Kansas City sports an elite pass defense. Top five and most defensive passing metrics. Um, and again, in, in 45 degrees, if not colder temperatures, Tua only has a 55% completion percentage. So good luck with that. Uh other other uh prop bets I'm gonna play, Pacheco over fifteen and a half carries and also over sixty-three and a half rushing yards. Um I I think what's going to happen is, because of the weather conditions, Kansas City is going to rely heavily on, on the run. And uh, Miami's defense has allowed 128, if not more, uh, rushing yards on the ground in their last two games. So their defense is really beat up. So I do believe we're going to get a heavy dose of Pacheco tomorrow night. And like I said, and like I mentioned with... Um, mm-hmm. With Fat Jack, I'm going to play Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. It's plus 110. This, This bet is usually minus 200. So, again, what does that mean? For every $100 that I put down, I'm getting 110 back. This bet usually is you have to put $200 down to win $100. So, but he hasn't scored a touchdown in, like, six games. But he's got a touchdown pass or reception catch in 11 of his 14 playoff games with Patrick Mahomes, Miami 25th in touchdowns allowed to tight ends and 28th in, um, in, in defensive red zone. So I I think, um, I think Patrick, I I think Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey uh, get it back on track tomorrow night against the Dolphins. And I'm not saying that Travis Kelsey is going to have like nine receptions for a hundred yards and two touchdowns far from it. But if, if I'm getting plus money for him to score a touchdown, heck yeah. Sign me up, sign me up for that. Yep. When we get back, uh, I'll, uh, I'll roll through all of Sunday's action, three more games on the slate for Sunday as well as Monday. I'll give you Monday as well. Uh, and again, uh, we're going to hear from Cynthia Freeland coming your way in about 15 minutes. So hang tight. We'll get to all that next right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
2: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. That's the number eight, SAVE. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets Signature Eight Corner Pizza and get $5 off with code 8Save. That's the number 8, SAVE. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: All right. Um let's uh, we've got four more games that uh, I wanna I wanna break down for you and and share with you uh, where my hard-earned money is flowing. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers in Buffalo going up against the Buffalo Bills. Weather conditions uh, miserable. Uh, I like the Steelers here. And this line was ten. Uh, if it does go back up to ten, right now it's at nine. It was ten. If it's at ten, I, uh, I always tell people like I like to buy the hook. If it's at three, I like it at plus three and a half. It's if it's at ten, I like it at plus ten and a half as a dog. Okay. Um, if it's the opposite, then, you know, I'll, I'll buy the hook down. I'll buy it, you know, I'd rather play something at minus 2.5 or minus 6.5 and, and plus 3.5 or plus 10.5 than than any other way, okay? So, um, so I, I do like the Steelers. I like them getting the 9. If they do get the 10, I buy it up to 10.5. I'm also going to use them as a two-team six-point teaser. So what does that mean? I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'm going to add six points to them. So that gets them up to plus 15. And I'm going to put that somewhere else. And I'm probably going to put it on the Rams at plus nine. Okay, it's probably what I'm going to do. Um, so that's how I'm playing. Extreme winds. Uh, maybe they're saying that this might be the windiest playoff game this century. That is expected for the Steelers Bills. Gus over fifty miles an hour. Multiple inches of, of inches of snow. So what does that mean? Team who's going to run the ball better is going to win. And the Steelers, ever since they went to Mason Rudolph, boy, Najee Harris, they love him. And he is running the football a lot, and he is running it well. I think we're going to get a heavier dose of Harris than we are Warren, because Warren has that fumble capability, which I think Tomlin is going to be really fearful of. So this is a Pittsburgh Steelers team that they are on a three-game winning streak. Um... I like the Steelers here. I'm not saying the Steelers win, but I do believe that they're going to cover. Also, I have I like Najee Harris over 14 and a half rushing attempts. I think we're going to get a heavy dose of Najee, and also any time touchdown for him is at plus 175. Same thing for Allen. I like Josh Allen over 36 and a half rushing yards and over seven and a half rushing attempts. Again, because of the weather conditions, I think both teams are going to run the football. And one thing we know about playoff Josh Allen. Dude likes to run the football. Okay, Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go over 50 and a half. Cowboys defense to me is overrated. Packers are averaging 25 points a game on the road. Third best in the NFL. Packers are 7-2 and two on the road. Uh, Jordan Love is, is playing like a, a top five quarterback since the midseason. He's got 18 touchdown passes and only one interception. His last eight starts. And he he's won six of them. So I think Green Bay is going to be able to put up some points. Mike McCarthy is a revenge game for him. So you know he's going to want to put up points against his old team that told him don't let the door hit you on the butt on your way out. So I do like the over here at 50 and a half, some prop bets. Tony Pollard over 60 and a half rushing yards. Fergie over 42 and a half receiving yards. Ferguson tight end for Dallas. And also Jordan Love over one and a half touchdowns. Passes, that is. Okay. So that's how I'm playing Green Bay and the Dallas Cowboys. On to the Rams and the Lions. Give me the Rams. And right now they're at three. Like I said, I'm going to buy them up to three and a half. And you could get that at minus 125. So what does that mean? Uh, You're laying $125 down to win $100. Okay? I'm also going to use the Rams as that teaser. Like I said, I'm going to tease the Steelers up to plus 15. I'm going to tease the Rams up to plus nine. The Rams have won seven of their last eight. They used last week as a bye week. McVay knows golf extremely well. He can expose his weaknesses. I'm not sold on this Lions defense. They've allowed 43 offensive touchdowns and they cannot defend a slot wide receiver. So watch out. Cooper Cup could be in for a really big game. Okay. So meanwhile, the Rams defense, Aaron Donald, uh, and, and company, they've only allowed four yards per carry their last three games. So I think the Lions are going to have a tough time running the football. So I like the Rams in this matchup. Prop bets, Goff over 260 and a half passing yards. Um, Amah Ross St. Brown over 87 and a half receiving yards. And also uh, Williams, Kyron Williams scoring an anytime touchdown that you could get at minus 125. And last but not least, on Monday Night Football, we've got the Eagles going up against the Tampa Bay Bucs. We'll play here. It's the under. Both these quarterbacks are dealing with serious injuries. Okay? I don't think either of them are going to be pushing the ball down the field. Jalen Hurts, uh, he's got an an injured finger on his throwing hand. Um, A.J. Brown is dealing with a knee issue. Devontae Smith has got an, uh, I want to say, is it an ankle? I was trying to find out in the break. So... There's that, and a lot of this Eagles offense is all about what A.J. Brown and Smith do, um, you know, on, against man-on-man coverage. Baker Mayfield is also banged up, by the way, so he's not 100%. The Bucks 6-2, the under has hit at home. The Eagles 7-2, the under has hit on the road. Bucks home games average only 34 points a game. Uh, Eagles road games only average 42 points a game. So, and if you look if you look at the Bucks' last three games, uh, the Bucks were shut out for three quarters against the, the Saints, and then went to Carolina and didn't even score a touchdown. Ruck. So there's that. Um, so my play there is, is the under at 43 and a half. So uh, those are all my plays. Again, six games. To me, not a very exciting slate of games. Matt called in earlier to disagree with me, and that's fine. We can agree to disagree. It's, it's, if, if, if this slate of games tickles your fancy, all the power to you. It does not for me. So therefore, uh, putting a little extra coin... On these matchups is going to make it even more um, just a little bit more entertaining for me. So, and and hopefully, I have uh, given you some good picks and some plays that it could do the same for you. Um, earlier, when we opened up the show, I told you to lay the two with the Utah Jazz. They are nineteen and twenty, but they are twelve and five at home. They're home tonight against the Raptors, and sure enough, with about six minutes left in the second quarter um they're up by 11 44 to 33 um i also told you to lay the five and a half with the denver nuggets and i gave you some prop bets that i liked um we still have five minutes left in the first quarter and the nuggets are up 19 to 18 okay so uh so there's that um when we come back very dear friend of mine cynthia freeland is going to join us you see her all over the nfl network um she does a phenomenal job her Detroit Lions are playing on Sunday night. I'm sure she's a little nervous about it. So um, you got Fat Jack's picks. You've got my picks. And we'll, so when we come back, we will find out. Uh, we'll talk to Cynthia Freeland and we'll find out what are her, her picks and her plays for all six games on the slate. Also, I want to talk to Cynthia about the uh, coaching carousel. It happens each and every year. Usually there's anywhere between five to seven. Some years there's nine coaches. Uh leave. Or, uh, or lose their, uh, their their coaching position. And this year, two pretty big ones, right? Bill Belichick, where is he going to land? Um, I'm sure there's a lot of owners and general managers who would love to have him. And then, of course, Pete Carroll, no longer coaching the Seattle Seahawks, will, will have a, a role in the front office. So we'll talk to Cynthia Freeland about all of that. So stay tuned. Anita Marks with you here on 98.70 SPN. Cynthia Freeland next. Uh, we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Welcome back to 98.7 ESPN. The wonderful and fabulous Cynthia Freeland, you see her all over the NFL network, is joining us now to uh, talk about some of the news and notes uh, around the NFL and, of course, diving into wild card weekend. Cynthia, how are you doing?
3: I'm doing great, thanks. How are you?
1: Uh, I am hanging in there, my friend. It's been a, a, a tough week plus, but I'm happy to be back at work, and uh, mm-hmm. and it's wild—it's wild card weekend, and we've got what one, two, three, four, five. We got six games, so um, we're gonna it. we're gonna dive into all of them. But first, let's talk about some of the news and notes. And you know, no surprise here. This typically happens each and every year, right? Like typically, we see like anywhere between like seven to nine coaching changes. But some big ones this week that came down, and probably none bigger than Bill Belichick, no longer the head coach of the New England Patriots, a dynasty that him and Tom Brady and Kraft created there. Um, you know, two-part question here: um, your thoughts on um, on what you think the Patriots, and you know what what their uh, identity is going to be moving forward, and Where do you, where do you think um, Uh, Bill Belichick lands next?
3: Yeah. I mean, first off, I think the fact that we saw Gerard Mayo be named the head coach so quickly Mm -hmm. just goes to show that this was probably kind of blessed by Bill Belichick. It was probably something where, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense. The identity of the team takes on Mayo. Who's like the most, you know, he's the most patrioty that there are, that there is. Right. So it's that to me feels like something where you got that like seal of approval. And then as far as Bill goes, oh, it's so interesting because you know obviously everyone and their brothers hearing rumors about oh is he going to Atlanta? Oh is he? you know if the Eagles lose, he's going to go to the Eagles like all of these different things. And I just I, I'm I'm curious to see. I do think he ends up somewhere. I would be it would be hard for me to imagine like I kind of think Atlanta sounds. Like it's it's weird because they don't have a quarterback, but they do have enough of the other pieces, and they could figure out a quarterback. So I just think he does go back and potentially gets the gets the all time record for wins, and it would be hard for me to see him, I guess, not going going somewhere.
1: Do you, do you think he uh, like uh, for a while? I actually thought that he would actually come to the Giants and and uh, and take over for Gettleman. Like I like I I, I thought like. You know, there was a possibility that maybe he would hang up his coaching hat and and wear that front office hat. Uh, do you feel that we'll see him in 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 that capacity at all, or or are you feeling like he's going to jump right back into the coaching realm?
3: Anything's possible, but I just feel like he's so close to getting the to getting the record that I mean, it, it could take a couple of years, like I think forty games, something like that. So. I just I don't know it'd be hard for me to he kind of deserves it too so I maybe it's a little bit of wishful thinking but nothing's off the table especially when it comes to him I think any any team feels like wow like that's the best coach of all time you know obviously Robert Kraft first battle hall of famer he says and I don't think anyone would even remotely question that he's probably best we've seen in a long time at least if not ever
1: And, of course, uh, another icon, right? Uh, Pete Carroll, it sounds like being forced to step down in Seattle. So what, what do you make of that situation, Cynthia?
3: Because he's staying on in a capacity to help advise, it feels to me like, you know, they're trying to do the right thing, but they also want to move on. I think that they probably have at least someone in mind that they're trying to go after otherwise why make the move it's not like they had a horribly unfortunate season and there was a lot of you know there was a their whole line was like decimated to begin the season so you know i feel like they're trying to take advantage of the fact that you know despite you know, the rams made the playoff and the niners are so good but it still feels like there's some some leeway in that division it feels like you know obviously it took until it week 18 for the Rams to solidify their playoff berth so i think they're trying to move while well, strike while the is hot
1: again cynthia freeland joining us here on 98.7 espn uh again at this point in time teams who do not make it into the postseason A lot of changes happening, Uh, and, and of course, that coaching carousel. We'll see what happens there. All right, time to dive into these wild-card weekend matchups. We start uh, with the Cleveland Browns going up against the Texans. Uh, The Browns are favored by two. The over-under is 44-and-a-half. I I love the Browns here. I I love their defense, love what Joe Flacco is doing, and uh, when you've got a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback – uh, that is a recipe for disaster uh, in the trends when it comes to the playoffs. So I'm I'm on the Cleveland Browns side here. Uh, what do you like in this matchup, Cynthia?
3: Yeah, I too am on the Cleveland Browns side. You know, obviously in that first matchup without C.J. Stroud, you saw Joe Flacco just put on a show with Amari Cooper. And the funny part there is like, well, if C.J. Stroud's back, maybe he'll have to put on an even bigger show because if you look at, you know, I do think that, not to say, look, this, this Cleveland defense is number one against the pass and pretty much has been for the entire season every single week. So it it's not like they're going to be easily targetable. But C.J. Strouds had such an impressive year. They're playing with house money. They just got there a little too fast. Other than Derek Stingley, it feels like there's nothing in that Texan secondary that's going to be out of control for Joe Flacco not to be able to to really hit and achieve. We saw it before, and we'll see it again. And maybe even now that they'll need it more if there's more points scored by the other side.
1: Um any any prop bets in this one you like? Like I like there's quite a few here. I like Joe Flacco over passing yards. Um I, I love Njoku over receiving yards and also yep. singletary and over an, an rushing yards. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I like yeah, that I like that and joku touchdown. If you look at what happened with since Joe Flacco turned o- took over, he leads All tight ends and yards after contact or yards after the catch, both actually catch and catch that's contacted. He also leads in yards after the catch over expected, um, which is a pretty interesting metric saying like even in the throws that weren't as perfect, he was able to make more happen. So I, I love a David Njoku touchdown.
1: Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, listen, weather conditions are going to be affecting a, a number of these games, um, and and probably uh, none more important than the Miami Dolphins heading to Kansas City, where it's going to be like negative six degrees, uh, yeah. snow. I mean, it's just it's going to be miserable for a banged up uh, Miami Dolphins team, short work week on the road against Kansas City, who pretty much was able to uh, use Week 18 as a bye week, pretty much. Kansas City favored by four and a half at home. The over-under is 43 and a half. Um, how do you see this? What, what's the game script here? How does this play out, Cynthia?
3: Yeah, I mean, look, the Dolphins, they really just really crossed an injury threshold that's really hard to come back from. Because, in between, you know, obviously, Bradley Chubb we saw, we knew about Jalen Phillips earlier in the season, but like we heard like Van Ginkle. And then you add in like, is, you know, Xavier Howard able to play Javon Holland's been banged up. Like there's just so many pieces that at some point, you, Ricky most we don't know Jalen Waddle. Like there's just so many pieces here that are unknowns. And at some point it's just really hard to play with your second stringers and the other team's first stringers. It just, it is, especially in the playoffs and in those conditions. So while I, I really, I could see this game ha- being, much, being pretty low scoring, I think that, you know, the run game will be important for both teams. I just think that the defense for the Chiefs, which has been their strength all season long, even though they have Patrick Mahomes in that offense, the defense has really anchored this team all season long. So without without their full complement of the, the O-line's banged up, it, you know, Waddle's at least banged up, Mostert's at least banged up if they do even play. So, this is something where you're like, okay, like maybe Achan has a few fun moments and per- perhaps you take a look at his props and look that they'll, he'll exceed them. But apart from that, it's very hard to make a strong case for the Dolphins winning this game.
1: Uh, it's it's going to be tough. Does, does uh, Travis Kelsey find the end zone?
3: I think he has at least six receptions. I do I think it's to me it's 50 50 if he finds the end zone but I think he has at least six receptions which in that weather is quite a few
1: yes so uh the over under for him is five and a half uh which by the way for him to find the end zone is plus one plus 110 which uh pri- like it, usually it's minus 200 or minus 220 it's pretty insane right Uh, On Sunday, we've got three three games and another game where weather is going to be a huge factor, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers in Buffalo taking on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo's favored by nine here. The over-under is 33-and-a-half. I just feel because of the weather conditions, I think it's going to uh, hamper Buffalo Bills' passing game, and the Steelers actually have a better rushing game. So uh, even though they don't have T.J. Watt, I think Buffalo wins, but I like the Steelers covering. I, I, I like them getting the points. I like them getting nine. If you can give them at 10, 10 and a half, uh, all the power to you.
3: I have a seven-point win for Buffalo, so I'm aligned with you. I also want to point out that Najee Harris, he had he's becomes the first Steeler to have three consecutive 1,000 rushing yard seasons, which is a really fun stat about him, especially coming off two 100-plus-yard games in a row here. I don't think he has that kind of production in this matchup, but I feel like I often don't say enough nice things about the Steelers, so I'm, I'm on a mission this week to be like, here's the things that I like about the Steelers. <laughs> and obviously losing T.J. Watt is so massive. mean, 19 sacks really is just, you can't replace that.
1: Right. Right. Okay. So we're on the same, we're on the same wavelength there. I I like, I like a Najee Harris, uh, anytime touchdown. Also, I like over 14 and a half carries. I I think the Steelers are going to run the football and they run the football a lot with Najee since Mason Rudolph has taken over. So, uh, any prop bets here, do you like the Najee Harris anytime touchdown?
3: Yeah. I'm with you on that one. I also think Looking on the other side, I think a Josh Allen rushing touchdown is a mm. is a pretty smart play in this matchup. With the cold the way it is, with the fact that, you know, perhaps he, he this is one where at home in front of the home crowd, they weren't supposed to be here. They're, you know, they're, they weren't supposed to get the two seed. Like, they, you know, it's been a rough season. I just think a rushing touchdown against this front, which doesn't, it's not like they're not going to be able to pressure at all. It just becomes less likely to be an effective pressure without TJ Watt it's still going to be important and you know what Josh Allen is not going to get himself in that position where he could potentially throw one of those interceptions in the end zone again we already saw two of those last week I don't think he wants to relive that I think he rushes it in
1: love it love it Green Bay Packers going up against the Dallas Cowboys Cowboys at home favored by seven the over-unders 50 and a half Green Bay's looked good the last few weeks Dallas they are just a, a different team at home what do you make of this matchup and this line? Uh, what side are you on here?
3: I think that it's a pretty significant win for the Cowboys for a couple of reasons, but not the least of which is that Jair Alexander is again on the injury report. Even when he's been playing this season, clearly something's wrong. Uh, he's not super healthy. He's not, doesn't have the same type of response that we're used to. And I, I watched CeeDee Lamb become work his way to be an all-pro, like on – with Every single snap. I mean, this is the guy who, for two consecutive seasons, has been the most productive out of the slot. And now you add on like being the only guy to have like 600 receiving yards, also out wide and in the slot this season. Like, that's a that's a pretty significant problem for any for any defense, let alone one that's you know suspect in the secondary and, and banged up. And by the way. Uh, the run defense, I know in their three-game win streak, the Packers run defense has looked pretty great, and they were able to really shut the Bears down in that capacity, but zoom out a little bit, and you'll see that in terms of allowing, you know, rushing yards over expected, they actually ranked 24th since week 10, so it's, it's they're not as, it, the run defense has has had some success, but they've also had some not success, so I think that you'll you'll see both of those things, especially with, with C.D. Lamb, you'll see a, a decrease in their effectiveness in the run in run stopping.
1: And, uh, and last but not least, well, I, I do want to ask you about Monday's game with the Eagles and in and, and the box, but on Sunday, uh, this is the evening game. I'm really excited for this one, man. I, the Rams really impressed me this year, Cynthia. I, I was not expecting this from them. I thought they sold their, their souls to the devil to win the Super Bowl, And this was going to be a rebuild year, but look at them now. Uh, they're heading to Detroit to take on your Lions. The Lions are favored Ugh. by three. The over/under is 51 and a half. I have to I, my my play here. I'm I'm probably going to buy the hook up and I'm going to take the Rams plus three and a half. And also I'm going to use them as a teaser and tease them up to plus nine. I do like the Lions winning, but I I think I think this is going to be a real close call uh, down the stretch. I, I think I think this game is is going to be decided by three points if not fewer.
3: Yeah, I don't love this one. I feel like it's going to be really difficult on my gut. I'm not eating anything earlier in the day because I feel like I'm just going to be so nervous. Um, A couple of things here do stand out to me. The first is they kind of have some similarities, which is funny, Um, like these in-breaking routes like crossers, et cetera. Both quarterbacks have been really exceptional at them. Jared Goff actually – the third best quarterback in terms of yards earned on such routes, same with Amon Ross St. Brown. So, and you're looking at whose defense gives them up. The answer is both of their defenses aren't great against in breaking routes, but, I'm looking at the, this Lions team and the O-line, and I think the trenches make the difference. Kobe Turner, rookie, defensive tackle, has had an outstanding year, should at least be in consideration for defensive rookie of the year. Staying next to Aaron Donald makes your life easier, but, hey, he really exceeded expectations. He won't win the award, but at least you should know the name. However, what the Lions do with their O-line, especially on the interior, the uh, the number of times that they really like bring in an extra O-lineman or use a fullback or – use some version of david montgomery picking up the blitz like that is going to make the difference for me in this matchup the versatility of the o-line to give jared goff just an extra beat of time to make the difference and i think look like if there's any team that gets empowered by narratives it is dan campbell and his detroit lions so i i think the lions win this one i'm not i'm i feel very anxious about it and personally I'm I, I will be turning my Twitters off. I will be I will be watching <laughs> in a veritable black hole because I won't be able to handle it. So I just thirty-two years since a win in the postseason. Thirty-two years. It's so wow. long. Wow. Wow.
1: There's 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 Lions fans out there that uh have never seen it in their life, weren't even born yet. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, let's end with the Eagles going up against the Bucks. The Eagles, they're limping into the postseason. They have just been horrific the last few weeks. Granted, their schedule has been very tough. Uh, and meanwhile, the Bucks finding new life with Baker Mayfield. Uh, you've got a Bucks team. They're getting three at home. They're getting three at home. The over-under is 43-and-a-half. I'm probably going to play the under here. That's my play in this matchup. How are you playing this one on Monday night?
3: To me, my play is that the Bucks win this game for a couple of reasons. But number one, in their first matchup, if you look at what Baker Mayfield did on 10-plus air yard passes, it wasn't good. He was 3 of 10, like 71 yards and in an interception. Since then, he's really picked up that deep passing, downfield passing situation. That's the first thing. Here's the second thing. Since Matt Patricia took over from Sean Desai, it's not that the defense has, like, Gotten worse in the secondary. What's really happened is they've allowed they, they've allowed quarterbacks more time. They're not as effective or as often with the pressure. So now you're giving bake a little of extra time. Mm, okay, and you give you get you understand that now we understand that now you know Dave Canales crafted this offense where Rashad White catches passes pretty reliably. I mean he he's setting some next gen stats records in that regard. So you're looking at that and you're saying okay, I've seen this decline and then we don't even know. I mean, A.J. Brown wasn't seen at practice. It feels like there's just too few options for Jalen Hurts. And, you know, obviously, we saw last week, Giants fans know this very well. Blitzing worked. Jalen Hurts was not able to handle the blitz that the Giants brought after him. And, you know, who blitzes at the third highest rate in the league? That would be Todd Bowles.
1: Mm. There you go. There you go. Um, She is Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network. You see her all over the place because she's just that good. Uh, Cynthia, you rock as always. We're always blessed to have you on with us. And uh, enjoy Wild Card Weekend. And uh, I'll definitely be thinking about you on Sunday night.
3: Oh, gosh. Thank you, girl. I will talk to you next week.
1: (laughs) Again, she's Cynthia Freeland here on 98.7 ESPN, we still have a lot more coming your way. We'll open up the phone lines. 800 919 3776. Do you have a play? Do you have a game? I want to hear about it. Uh, maybe I'll throw some coin on it. We'll be right back. 98.7, ESPN.
0: Robert Half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.